Welcome to Honest Conversations, a Folktales mini-series exploring all things mental well-being as part of the 2021 Mental Health Awareness Week. This year's theme is nature, and at Boat Folk we're firm believers in the power of the water to help soothe the soul. Each day this week we'll be speaking to a member of the Boat Folk community who will share their first-hand experiences of grappling with their own mental health. We hope you enjoy listening. It's B from Portland again. Today I'm with Matt Broxton and Tom Taylor from Frontline Coffee. The local business started in 2018 but evolved from encouraging a hub encouraging fellow firefighters to talk about their struggles with post-traumatic stress disorders and so just, just turning up at their local stations for a, a cuppa and a chat to talk about any any things they might be struggling with. All right, chaps, welcome. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. thank you very much. Thank you. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I think it stems from uh, the emergency services. A cup of tea or a coffee is quite a big thing as part of the emergency services. If you go out on a job, the first thing you do when you come back is sit and have a cup of tea and traditionally coffee on fire stations is pretty poor. So you thought, let's improve that. To give people better coffee and encourage them to sit around and have a chat and, and be a bit more open about their, their struggles with jobs um, and their own sort of mental well-being. Excellent. Okay. And so this, this was started by, by you guys in 2018 or was it something that was, was more a, a hub that was started as a whole? No, we started fresh in 2018. So it was something we just came up with, kind of led with. Excellent. And so from, from there, where, where did the, the coffee roasting and coffee shop come? So you've, you've grown a bit of an empire since, since 2018. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, it's kind of not run away with us, but it does keep uh, going from strength to strength, which is great. And um, I think it's hit a lot of people when we started. I mean, everyone loves, well, most people love coffee, but everyone loves a hot drink. And everyone loves supporting charities, so we kind of brought to market this unique way where you could sit down and still enjoy your premium coffee. Uh, but also know that you're doing good by giving back to the charities and support Frontline. We started off just trying to support money, uh, raise money for the firefighters charity and to encourage people to talk and connect. That kind of blew up and we decided to take on more charities and, and more Frontline services because it's not isolation and fire services. It's so many different Frontline services. It's emergency services or Frontline services. That's where the name came from. So yeah. Across the board, we added a load more um, charities. We've already partnered up with a load more charities to release a load more coffee and it kind of went went from there and grew. Amazing. Uh, and I think a lot of people think of, this is how I certainly uh, thought about PTSD or uh, post-traumatic stress syndrome and we'll get it out in one, 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 one piece at some point. You know, you think about it as something that affects military personnel potentially more, but obviously it's something that can affect anybody in any area uh, of Absolutely. Can't you? I think people always assume, yeah, it's going to be military people that do end up in that situation, but you know, emergency, emergency service people across the board, they go to incidents every day and come home every day and they take that home with them. Yeah. Is it, was, there, was there any particular event that sparked the, the start of it or was it something that you just sort of thought would be useful no, for the services? No, it was just a generic phone call, wasn't it? Generic, like, yeah. Talking about experiences and I think it just kind of came up as a good idea to take forward. Yeah. Fantastic. And I guess it's something that, as you say, it's gone from strength to strength and uh, it's pretty much nationwide now or is it something that's more local? Online is, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Online coffee beans, they, we, we send them all over the country. Um, but down here on Portland, this is our first physical <laughs> right. yeah. 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 first time. <laughs> Amazing. And it's growing and growing. So, uh, so you launched the, the coffee shop. We opened during 
the second lockdown, if yes. you recall. Yes, yes, yeah. What a time to open a coffee shop. <laughs> the best time. Yeah, a lot, a lot of business experts will probably look at that and think we're absolutely crazy, but because we're not solely a business chasing profit margins and chasing stuff like that, things are very, very different in the way we work. So we're very community-focused, very community-based. So when we opened up, the people in Portland were absolutely amazing. The community really got together and supported us. So we had a, well, I mean, we were blown away when we opened, you know, busy from the start, and that's continued to grow, even coming out of lockdown now. And that's credit to the community yeah. support. Frontline services being on in the spotlight now as well, of course, brought a lot of attention to our company as well. So yeah. that really helped, you know, in the position we were in when we decided to go for it. <laughs> Amazing. And the, so you had the coffee shop to start off, is that opened obviously last autumn, and then you've just opened the coffee hydrant. Yeah. So, and that's, that's takeaway coffees and crepes and ice cream. Crepes, ice, ice cream, cream yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, you had a bit of an unfortunate event not that long ago. Oh, uh, yeah, it was three days, I think it got broken into. Yeah. <laughs> that must have been pretty disappointing. Um, it was, it was, but it's just one of those, yeah, it depends how you look at the situation. Yeah. If you, we flipped on the head and, and used it as a unique opportunity to actually improve what we had. So we stayed closed for a few days, got it sorted, and now we came back stronger and very different. We've changed our plan. At first, we were kind of doing an extension of the coffee shop, which actually mm-hmm. doesn't really make sense. We realised we are covering our own competition, yeah. so it was like... So we yeah. changed the way we do things a bit, and now it's more catered to the, the tourism market. Desserts. People using yeah. the beach and stuff. So. Nice, yeah. Go for a paddleboard on the harbour, come back into Absolutely. Hambeat, or Castle Beach, sorry. It's mainly, it's mainly yeah. yeah, swimmers. We get plenty of swimmers down there, kind yeah. of things. It's a different sort of crowd, which we came for now. Perfect. And, uh, and I noticed yesterday when I popped in that there was a, a big red shiny fire truck. Yes. Vintage fire truck. <laughs> <in your laughs> car, so. That's actually Wentworth's <laughs> original fire engine, that is. Um, no way. 1963, yeah. Uh, and its home is now from my coffee. So. Yeah. Amazing. And are you going to turn that into? Is it just? Is it just going to? Just going to be? Is it going to be sort of like a more of a conversational piece, or are you going to? We're planning ideas at the stuff? moment, but we're definitely thinking. Um, talk, we want to get it back out into the community again, but also weddings. Hey, fantastic! We're a great wedding piece, and potentially a gin and prosecco bar. It's going to say that makes a perfect gin and prosecco. So we're thinking the yeah. prosecco hydrant <laughs> goes with the coffee. Any events? Yeah, 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 yeah. Go to. We want to take it along too. Love it. Oh, let us know when that's up. I'm sure we can use that as a, long, yeah. for yeah. the events down the green over the summer. That'd be amazing. So just going back to sort of the connection or the sort of connect theme, you know, obviously the, you said that the local community have been really, really supportive in whilst you've been opening the, the coffee shop yeah. and what have you, and, and hopefully with the, the coffee itself as well. Was the coffee shop born out of a, a desire to connect more people in the local community? So yeah, yeah, we never wanted the coffee to be the connection or the heart. Uh, coffee beans, like in the shop on a cup of coffee, it was always the building, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. So the building was the plan to be the heart. And then everything was going to kind of come off it, but it turns out the coffee made such a big impact for people to come to our shop. Yeah. It's kind of gone down that path, which is why I know we're creating, we want to create like um, just nice areas to sit, especially for people on shift, they can come and have a relax and have like a nice quiet lunch break instead of going into a busy shop. And I think the, you know, the, the coffee shop is very different to the business we sort of set out. Which is, <laughs> yeah, yeah. which is always the case, you know, you, you work around what, what the community were asking for and want. But yeah we, yeah, we wanted to have a safe space for people to come and chat me. And that quickly led to a coffee shop, because <laughs> we're a coffee company. Yeah. And that just keeps keeps growing. But yeah. And we'll, we will adapt and, and change, I'm sure, but the, the hub and the front line service has always been the forefront. And do you support through the sale of the coffee, both at the coffee shop and the beans, or is it is it mainly just the beans for the... So it's always the beans, yes, yeah, it's always the beans. So obviously, 
that goes to very, very charities, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. But as long as the, as long as it's frontline coffee beans, you know that every penny of that is going to emergency service charities. So that's why we're trying to push out our coffee to more coffee shops, more people selling. Yes. As long as they're roasting with those beans, it means that that money is still supporting them. So other places can still roast quality or sell quality coffee beans and still support charities. But with keeping a normal function, which is kind of a unique way from a wholesale perspective that other people can do sort of help out as well. Okay, so the other people can then also wholesale buy the beans and sell them. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there was just before was it the second lockdown, we did have a couple of shops that were using our coffee. Okay. Uh, yeah, unfortunately, I think they would have been Most quiet, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's, it's a great avenue for them to like, reach out to their community as well, using our coffee. Yeah, absolutely. And I, think I noticed on the, on the website you've raised over £20,000 for the, the frontline services. Yeah, just over 23000 yeah. So, yeah, was it the, I've got the Firefighters Charity, the Laura Hyde Foundation? I've mm-hmm. heard of them. It's a really great foundation actually set up, unfortunately, through a suicide of a nurse. I think she was a military nurse. She was, she was a Laura Hyde, yeah. yeah. Okay. So, uh, her family set up this great foundation which basically supports the mental health of mm-hmm. nurses but also sort of emergency services as well. So. They've made a massive impact in the NHS and they are trying to branch out to be able to support anyone sort of, you know, yeah. on that line services. They'll be bigger on the scene soon as well. They continue to, to yeah. grow and really help people. So I think uh, that would be sort of a really well-known charity soon, so, which is really cool. Okay, I can keep an eye out for yeah, that. Because I must admit, I mean, it must be one of those things that wait in, in the NHS maybe that is... Um, has been less apparent, but it's becoming mm. more and more apparent. I think at the, the moment the it's going to be key, yeah. yeah. A lot of people are suffering, aren't they? Really, really struggling. Yeah, Laura Hyde is sort of the biggest one that I know. That I think the biggest is yeah. there for them. When everything slows down, I think that's when, you mm-hmm. know, services are going to be called upon more. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be, um, there's going to be a lot of reflection, I think, hmm. yeah, once, once we get back to it. And also, I think people struggling to get back into a normal life again yeah. it's, it's hard enough you know you go home and having I don't know wearing a mask and making sure you're staying away from people and then you walk to the front door and I don't know my, my partner comes up to me and I'm like whoa <laughs> two metres oh hang on you're safe every <laughs> next month with all these uh, these getting you know, you're standing at a bar you know really weird yeah I can imagine there's probably quite a lot of people who are quite wary of that because yeah. for them they it's they, they weren't a fan of crowds or they weren't mm. they found it difficult to cope with being in a crowd previously and then having been isolated from people. Please excuse my ability to talk today. Okay, how important is, do you feel that having that connection to the local community is for people? I mean, isolation and loneliness is something that's often associated with older people, but I think it's probably something, especially with what's going on in the world at the moment, is something that's becoming more of a, an issue in younger generations. The big thing that we make a conscious effort to do is to talk to everyone when they come in. I think you'll realise there will be people that we will stay for a bit longer to have a chat. Mm. And, you know, whether that's a direct consequence of that or whether, you know, just could be a friendly person. Yeah. But I think having that avenue with the heart of just being an open place to come and talk yeah. is a real big effort that we're trying to push forward. Yeah, yeah. and certainly when you come into the shop, there's always, I mean, we always have a nice conversation in the yeah. chat. And it's really important for us, I think. It comes back to that whole community aspect and, you know, people often bump into other people and, and have a chat and stuff. And I think certainly at the height of the lockdowns, that was very important for a lot of people. Like you said, it's not just the elderly, that was everyone across the board. Yeah. Especially if you were self-isolated, shielding, didn't see real people for a long time. Weeks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You even had a period yeah. Yeah. where you, didn't, you went a few weeks about like seeing weeks or something. Yeah. You just think that's absolutely crazy in this day and age to not see another human for that many people. But I wasn't shielding, I still just didn't bump into people. Crazy. Yeah. yeah, no, this this whole this whole pandemic has been incredibly difficult uh, for so many people. 
But you know, do you know what I think the most important thing is that this, what we're really hoping to do with these this podcast are that they're going to spark some conversations mm. around the fact that mental health isn't something that can be just brushed under the carpet. Yeah. And it's really, really important to talk about it and it and not stigmatise it. Yeah, I think for, for, for me, my, what I try and speak to people about with mental health is try and relate it to any other sort of medical issue that you may have. Everyone has mental health as such, as in they have health of their mind, and it's at what stage and how, how well you're looking after that. So, like I've said to so many people before, if you start getting a niggly ankle and you kept like, running and stuff, eventually it's going to get worse, but you probably just go to see a physio. If you start having issues with your mental health, whether it's just isolation, up, up to some severe mental health issues, you can go and get help for that, like you would with a physio and dodgy ankle. And I think that, for me, is big, what I've been trying to communicate to people is mental health is that thing, and you can just go and seek treatment, especially help, like any other issues that you have with your body as part of it. And for me, yeah, connect, connections also helps with that because I think you need that reassurance that your friends and family are fully behind what you're going to do and talking about it. Yeah, absolutely. And, and yeah, not hiding it from mm, Absolutely. Like a limp, you wouldn't go, oh, you know, if someone said, oh, I've got a really bad ankle, that's why I'm limping, you know, you wouldn't hesitate. It's not a secret that you've got a bad ankle, so. I mean, do you think that the biggest biggest thing stopping a lot of people talking about it is because they sometimes, or well, a lot of the time, there's nothing physical to be seen? Yes. So you can't always, you can't always Not necessarily. Them. I think there's just a certain amount of stigma. Yeah, and they don't deem their level of <laughs> yeah their level of struggling as as important as other people. So if say say you so this is quite big in the fire service, you can only they you know the old people on the on the station and stuff only would only deem that you've not just old people. People have been there for a long time. People have been in the fire service a long time would deem that if you've only been in say you joined and then the next day you had a horrific incident and you got PTSD from that, they'd say oh you've only been in the fire service five but you can't do that. And that's a real bugbear of mine. I think anyone, like you said before, anyone can have PTSD regardless of how long you've done it. could something. be your first day there, it doesn't yeah. matter. And that's, I think, so it's how people will be perceived about having mental health issues. Like, oh, I've, you know, I'm absolutely fine, I'm a normal person, but I'm struggling with my mental health. And I think that's, for me, a, a boundary that people will come against, I think. Yeah, uh, yeah absolutely agree. Yeah. Uh, it's, it doesn't matter how old you are, how, what sort of area of society you come from what you're doing in your life it yeah. can happen and it's that's been certainly with um, with researching some of the, the topics during the podcast this week it's been really really interesting and an eye opener for me to learn a bit more about it as well yeah it's not just um, the 30 year war veteran I think something yeah. PTSD is anyone's it's a post-traumatic incident which can be anything that's sort of yeah. relative to you. It happens to somebody on their way to work. Yeah, you know, it's, yeah. And it's, it's relative, as you said, to each individual person as well, what yeah. somebody perceives to be a trauma or how you personally deal with a traumatic experience. Mm. Yeah, how your um, mind processes that. It's just, a, it's just a thing. It doesn't matter. There's no sort of stigma attached. Well, there shouldn't be any stigma attached to who deems it more appropriate to have mental health issues for me. PTSD itself, I mean, it can, it can manifest in several ways, can't it, in mm. terms of its... It can be a reliving, a vivid sort of flashbacks yeah. and reliving panic attacks, that sort of thing. So that's quite a disruptive element to, to happen in your life. And it can also kick in immediately, but also several years yes. down the line. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's something I, you know, I wouldn't, wouldn't I'd like if I said I know a lot about it. But yeah, I know certainly you can literally have PTSD about an event that happened years ago and all of a sudden you start struggling to sort of... I think that's the big difference with emergency services is that trigger mm. can be something like you're having a shower after an incident and you wash blood out of your hair. Right. And then that trigger could be the shower that you was in, you know, at home. 
of course, so that's, that's, a safe, yeah, so that's a safe place then that's yeah. then made le- not yeah. unsafe, I guess. So you take your day home with you. So, you know, that the trigger could be anything or even just get on a train. Or a build-up of yeah. kind of, you know, you could have a load of horrible drops and later on just have one really minor incident which then triggers triggers back to these other things. So it's, again, really important just because that was a, a nothing job doesn't mean you don't suffer from the same issues that you may have previously seen. So it's a, it's a really good topic, actually, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and so it sounds like there's a lot there's a lot more to it than a lot of people think mm, for sure yeah amazing well you guys are doing fantastic work with the with the coffee Thank and, you. Um, with the charity uh, connections as well um, so so people know how they can they can get in contact with you you've got a website we do www.frontlinecoffee.co.uk uh, and people can also connect with you on social media so you're Frontline Coffee on Facebook yes or Frontline Coffee Shop we do have a yeah. second one but it, it still comes to us so okay so it's a different place or the easiest way just pop in and see us absolutely pop like, in for a chat and a, a chat pop in for a chat <laughs> yeah. oh dear um, <laughs> it's been a long day uh, yes yeah, yes indeed and I guess you guys aren't, aren't done yet either <laughs> no absolutely not we're never done the lights are always on yeah, absolutely literally so what's next for Frontline Coffee dare I ask um, <laughs> there's a lot in the pipeline yeah I think for us at the moment we're trying to solid our foundation, aren't we? That's yes. what we're trying to do. I think getting the fire engine into play, that's a big thing for us. We've got a few charities coming on board. Shout Charity, which is the new tech service for mental health. It's like a modern Samaritan's kind of thing. You know, where people don't necessarily want to pick up a phone at all. You can WhatsApp texts or... Okay. You know, so you're you're ready to reply yeah. with loads of great volunteers, highly trained, that will um, oblige you, have a chat with you, and then they can uh, signpost you to specialist help if you need it. So they're, I think they're an absolutely amazing charity. So we're, we're partnering up with them. So we have coffee to support that. Air Ambulance UK. Air Ambulance UK. Again, with the amount of times we've, I've personally seen Air Ambulance on jobs and stuff, they are absolutely incredible. Can't, can't rate them enough, the, the professionalism and stuff. So we, we really want to support them. So we've, we're getting a coffee for them. I think that's it for now. At the moment, we, we, we always have, yeah. you know, the charities are now starting to reach out to us to ask us, can, you know, can we partner up and what, what can we do together? So we want to expand our reach for the charities. Uh, we want to do more with the community as much as we can, but that's obviously going to be all COVID-dependent. So as soon as we're allowed to start doing stuff, we want to be really heavily involved with the community locally, especially with the fire engine, which will be pretty exciting. And any other opportunities that may arise where we can, you know, get on to ask and take it. Absolutely. So when people buy the, the individual coffee beans, they can specify a charity that they want to buy a coffee for. Yes. Or they can buy a generic frontline coffee, uh, which which is then split across the, the charities. Yeah, basically. So anything that's left over. So each, if you buy that charity, that there's a set donation minimum that goes to them and anything else would go to them as well. And then the rest of the pot is like a big pot that we can utilise for either to donate to the charities if we've got money left, or we try and look after specific projects. So, you know, if people are running the marathon, we can do that. If there's a, a rescue team that's fundraising for something, we can support that. All sorts of projects, whatever we can do, really. Wherever we can help, we'll try and help. So. Amazing. It, yeah, it, I mean, and the coffee is fantastic. I just like to put that on there. Good. So, yeah. uh, did, did, you, did you know anything about coffee roasting before you started this project? Or? I did, not necessarily the roasting aspect, but um, we knew a bit about more on the coffee. Yeah. <laughs> but we had, we've had a lot of help and guidance through the roasting process and, and the selecting of the beans. Um, the blend of the, well, we've got the Sinclairages, we've also got uh, blends, so we're working out what's best, mm. what fits the market, you know, just because we like it doesn't mean they'll like it. 
but yeah, we, we know a lot now, but we certainly didn't when we started. <laughs> it's been a lot of learning. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, where the beans are roasted fairly locally, I understand. So it's in right. a place called Wellington, so just south of Exeter. Okay. North, right. of, North, North of Exeter. South of Exeter. North of Exeter. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. so, so it's, it's not too far away. It's out of roast. Yeah. Um, but they contract roasted for us. Yeah. Okay. So our beans get sent there. They'll roast the for us as well. Yes. That's, yes. That's 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 that. And I guess it's the it's what gets the most amount of donations out. To exactly. The yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. And I understand. I think. Well, yes. In fact, you are joining us for the eco market on the thirteenth of May at the end of this month. So that's good as well. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Fabulous. Well. Like I say, it's been really, really great having you come in. Thank you so much. And yeah, we'll send people down to, to Frontline Coffee. Good. Go have a cuppa and have a chat. That's what we like to hear. Have a chat, have a sausage roll, have some of the cakes and stuff. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or food, burgers. Burgers, sausage rolls. We're trying to sell the And there's there's fitness stuff in the works as well. Yes, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu and yoga. Not at the same time. Not at the same time. Yeah, that could be interesting. That'd be amazing, actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're going to experiment, but yeah, we've got um, a really exciting new Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu studio that's taking up on where we are. It's actually, it's actually another firefighter that runs that as well. Oh, right, okay. Yeah. And then we're in talks about finalising a yoga studio, so we're going to have all sorts of different yoga, from relaxing to your crazy yoga people that can you know, stand on their fingers and do all sorts of stuff. So, uh, yeah, we've got, we've got some cool stuff coming out. And is that going to be around by the, where the coffee shop so, is? Yes. It's Victoria building next to it. Oh, right, okay. So, yeah, perfect. So, you can go you can go do your yoga class and then come back. Exactly, yeah. And have ice cream, obviously. And an ice cream, yeah. yeah. And a burger. Amazing. And when, when's that open? Is that imminent? Certainly for May for the Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Oh, of course, I guess, because the, the latest. Hopefully, around at the same time for the yoga. Yeah. Nice. Depending on how quickly we can work. We like the yoga to start quite soon. I think everyone can do with a bit of yoga in their life at the minute. I think it's integral for, for everyone, for mental health, for relaxation, and also mobility and flexibility. You know, people can sat on their hands on their computers yes. and uh, all, yeah. all in front of Netflix. Um, <laughs> more Netflix. No, more Netflix for, for us, yeah. Uh, so it's about, you know. Yeah. And also coffee mornings, coffee yoga mornings. Yeah, coffee yoga, yoga, yeah. Big thing we wanted to do, and now it's coming. We promised a lot of people that, so we need to. <laughs> so, yeah, come down, have a coffee, do a yoga session, have a chat, connect. So, we've got all sorts of things that are going to be happening down there, and it's just to get to that stage at the moment. It's Amazing. I mean, you guys, things seem to happen ever so quickly when you, go, when you guys get an idea. In I know. Yeah. A lot of people tell us that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's nice just to get stuff done. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. It's, yeah. Um, yeah, no, it's, it's fantastic. And uh, if we can help here at all as well, then just let us know. Thank you very much very much behind all this. So yeah, so there's five themes during the uh, the Mental Health Awareness Week. Dropping the Connect one in there today, I think that fits really well with, with you guys having front of coffee. Uh, and as part of each day as well, we've got a, a bit of a, a daily challenge which will be going out on our social media. So for the Connect Day, uh, we are encouraging all of our boat folk and everybody else as well, all of our listeners, to, to get to know their, we'll call them pontoon neighbours here at the marina. So you've got your house neighbours, you've also got your boat neighbours. Uh, and if you've not spoken to your, your boat neighbours before, or, or not very often, then uh, then do drop around and, and offer them a cup of coffee maybe and have a chat and share some stories because everybody, everybody has a story and uh, particularly boat folk, we all have some exciting <laughs> stories where, where things have maybe gone really well or not quite so well. So uh, yeah, that's your challenge for today folks is to uh, have a chat to your boat folk neighbour and, uh, or join Portland Yacht Club or your Marina Yacht Club and get, get to know some more people in the marina.
that's it for us today. Uh, thank you so again so much for coming in. Thank you. Back, and uh, we'll no doubt speak to you soon. Absolutely. Thanks very much.